Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. following program contains language and themes which may not be suitable for everybody. Robots, secondhand news for the first time, and I don't know how long. And uh, this is Shane here. Fuck it, let's just uh, let's get going. Um, well, right, right off the bat, of course, Aberdeen Monday morning because we're we're still on the uh, SPFL TV stupid weekend. Uh, they, they they've released this story: shared vision and strategy paves way for dramatic uplift in Scottish football revenues. Um, it says here five clubs: Aberdeen, Dundee, Dundee United, Hearts, and Hibs. It commissioned Deloitte's. To undertake, quote, a critical and transparent review of the SPFL in 2021. And uh, <laughs> after uh, after these five clubs, uh, they, they went ahead and, um, well, the, you know, they ditched the two Dundee sides and brought in the two clubs that actually matter to uh, to look at the results of this and, and come up with what they called a five-year strategic action plan to implement um, that apparently will take... Uh, Distributable income in Scottish football for for the clubs from twenty eight point four million pounds to fifty million by twenty twenty nine, which is still exceedingly low, especially when you, you know, I don't know, count for inflation. Let's say, which is uh, I think still sitting around eight percent over the last two and a half quarters, give or take. Uh, setting aside that, of course, as, as me and David talked about on Friday on our bonus show there, uh, that doesn't really, I don't bode well compared to comparable leagues throughout Europe. And also, um, you know, look, I mean, if they want the Deloitte's, I'm sure there's something into this. Uh, but, um, obviously they, they lay out no real details in this, so it's kind of like saying I'd like to double the number of uh, unicorns I have between now and 2029. Uh, as expected, a lot of their fans pissed off because, you know, these five wonder clubs at the front, again, uh, Aberdeen, Dundee, United, Hearts, and Hibs there, went out and, and commissioned this review, and then, uh, God forbid, once once they got a little bit of information back, they, they went out and, again, actually got the two clubs that actually make the league money and ask for their opinion on, on, you know, how this might actually work. No, I've, I've obviously not talked with anyone at Rangers today. I'm sure me and David will have more to talk about with this on, on Wednesday during the regular Crow Pod, depending on, uh, well, how Tuesday in Europe goes. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the result typical from, uh, from fans of, the, of these other sides you know why? Why the fuck would you talk to to Celtic and the and the and Sevco about this kind of stuff? And you, you know, it's just more of this this rampant, well, short sighted 
fucking nature again that we talked about Friday. Look, if you let the if you let the two sides, if you let the two clubs and businesses actually make the league money, go out and negotiate, making more money for the league, you'll probably have more money. Uh, there were a bunch of fans pointing out the fact that the SPFL agreement as uh, as right now, the, the up to 48 matches, and again, still one of the strangest things in broadcasting in, in, in anywhere in world sport, the fact that Sky can select up to 48 matches. They don't have to fulfill all 48 matches of that contract. That's not, that's not good for your league. That's not good for, for building and promoting your league, especially since uh, the last two years they have not fulfilled all 48 matches on those contracts. Um, that uh, Again, the fans of these other clubs pointing out that the, the SPFL is the seventh highest broadcast fees per match in the world. Without acknowledging the fact that, let's say, you fulfill all 48 of those matches, which, again, they haven't. Uh, so one-twelfth of your entire output for the year is old firm matches. And also not acknowledging the fact that, well, us, even more so than, than you know, Rangers, even more so than them, uh, typically outdraw most of the other sides 10 to 1 domestically. Uh, let alone, of course, what goes on there nationally. Now, I, obviously, there are Scottish football fans all throughout North America and Australia, uh, you know, and some some other hubs throughout the world. But um, yeah, I, you know, I'm sorry. The, the, like the 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 next SPFL match selected uh, for for international play, right? And again, it's it's based on whatever the hell Sky picks um, because it's not like Paramount. CBS, who who broadcasts and matches over here, sends her own broadcast crews. The 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 next SPFL match selected for broadcasting over here in the North American market is Inverness Cali Thistle taking on Partick Thistle, and I just can't imagine that there's quite the same uh, clamoring from uh, from football supporters to watch that as there is. Uh, you know, Rangers playing anyone. But, again, short-sightedness is what got us to this point in the broadcasting contracts and the fact that we're having these kind of discussions right now. Through Look, I, I think it's great to begin having preliminary talks three years out from when this next contract needs to be done. But they're acting like we need to get signed within the next few weeks. Like We're somehow up against a deadline on this. And that's just simply not the case. It, it doesn't make sense. Uh, the 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 slow the slow dripping leaks from different clubs. You know, like I said, we had Hearts obviously leaking that information last week. Uh, now Aberdeen just outwardly providing this information after after a weekend of speculation that's that's run rampant. Um, it's I, you know, it it just again it's that short sighted knee-jerk reaction to almost everything that we see throughout Scottish football. So, quick break. We're going to come back and talk about dinosaurs. Hi right, guys, welcome back into Secondhand News here on the Crowpod Network. Uh, again, if, if you like all of our shit, 
Scroll down there in the show notes. There's a buy me a coffee link. Of course, if you support the show or become a member, uh, you automatically get entered in our monthly drawing. And, and this this month in August, we're giving away two little gift packs from our friends over there at the Famous. Uh, I think you all know how to find them. The Famous Uk. They make some very nice stuff. So, uh, you know, we had a couple here. We had a couple interesting ones. But uh, I want to start out, of course, with one of my favorite old ones here. Fa- favorite topics over the years. Graham Spears. Who uh, last week tried to tried to make something out of nothing uh, with Robbie Halliday t- telling a story on the Open Goal podcast? And it was just a good, lighthearted story about uh, you know having to deal with what he'd call a, a posh kid on his team, uh, and and you know the, the the rest of the panel having a little laugh at this. And Spears, my God, Spears just could not stand this. Tweeting, uh, I just hope the posh kid in the story being lampooned by his football coach with dinosaurs roaring with laughter all around him is not put off by this lampooning of him. From a responsible coach, pathetic. The player involved, and then McCallum, of course, he responded. He said, I am the posh boy. It's a jokey cabbage. And uh, Spears, because, you know, he never knows when to shut the fuck up. So good lad, Cal. Uh, you, you got the text slash phone call. I'm sure Darren Fletcher and many others would have found this funny being directed at them. Believe me, a football coach will get nowhere with this half-articulate trash. Saying aside, Spears trying to make a story out of absolutely nothing here. If you want to watch this, you, you, you know, just go find the Open Goal podcast, or you can go find their uh, their account there on Twitter. It's just a little two-minute video. I mean, again, it's it's it's. Guy sitting around telling a funny story. That that's that's literally the headline on this thing. Four guys sit around tell funny story, and Graham Spears, in his usual overreaction, has to again just try to create something out of nothing. But you know, to two points here: one, uh, him talking about dinosaurs. Eh, you know, let's let's even set that one aside. But for him to talk about, um, well, you know, the quality of people. The reputation, I don't know, however the hell you want to describe it. The kind of people who should be football coaches. This is a man who has defended over and over Graham Ricks, a sexual predator, who's defended Malky McKay over and over and over again, like, like uh, almost like he's paid by the word to do it. I, I don't think Robbie Halliday telling a fun little joke about a, a kid on his team is uh, quite on par with anything that those men have done. Yet, any chance he's gotten in his career, Spears has come out in defense of them as if his own career defends, you know, d- depends on it. And I, I just, you know, once again, it's, it's just more, well, it's more what you expect from him, isn't it? Uh, uh, just all it's just ambulance chasing bullshit. And yet somehow, you know, he's, he's like the dog that finally catches it, man. Cause every time he just, uh, Bill Lecky, of course, speaking of dinosaurs, I'm shocked Spears doesn't have much to say about uh, uh, what, what Bill wrote here in The Sun about uh, Craig Napier, the, the SPFL official who came out over the summer because this is some of the most backhanded, uh, I, man, uh, his, his whole point here, well, I mean, the headline Obviously, Lucky wouldn't have written this, but uh, by showing Ryan Porteous, who's the boss, brave ref Craig Napier impresses again after coming out, writes Bill Lucky. Uh, there, there was a, uh, he, he had the, the uh, Hibs, Hibs Livy game at the weekend. 
And uh, I don't know if you guys saw, there, there was a little bit of a coming together at one point. But uh, so Napier had stepped out to, uh, well, just effectively tell Ryan Porteous to, to knock his shit off. And, uh, well, here, here's how Lecky describes it. In that moment, Craig Napier, a young guy whose honesty about his private life changed the face of Scottish football for the better, proved whatever fears anyone might have had as he steps into the brightest of spotlights for groundless. He's a good referee. He's a smart referee. He's a brave referee. And nothing else matters. For anyone who's been hibernating these past six months, Napier is one of two reps, along with Lloyd Wilson, who came out as gay during the close season. Since then, he's taken charge of four league cup ties, as well as Partick against Hamilton in the championship. But this was the biggest test yet of his biggest ever campaign. The top flight, proper hammer and tongs, big noisy crowd, the lot. If anyone was ever going to use his sexuality as a reason to bring him down, if anyone was ever going to have the chance to portray it as some sort of weakness, it would be now. I, 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 now you can see in his head what Bill is trying to do, right? He thinks that this is somehow complimentary, um, <laughs> that by repeatedly bringing up the fact that Napier just told the world, I don't know what, what, you know, I don't think anybody cares. I'm sure most of the listeners of this don't really give a shit. And yet, here's Bill Lecky going to spend, oh, I don't know, 1,500 words on a Monday. Because, uh, you know, there's definitely nothing else going on in, in Scottish football for, for someone with his kind of connections and his his uh, well, clout, whatever the hell we want to call it, to write about. It, it's, uh, I don't know. It, it, it's, it, it's almost a self-fulfilling Bill Lecky prophecy right there. But, uh, yeah, good, good, good for... Uh, Good for uh, Craig Napier there that uh, he, he did enough to rile rile Bill's uh, Bill's need to uh, well <laughs> do some social justice work I guess and of course that, that brings us to our last one here Graham Sunis and, and all that bullshit because all he said was hey th- these are men out here playing football because I'm sorry if you watch Chelsea Spurs it was a throwback kind of game it was well I'm yeah I fuck. What 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 Sunis has had to come out and say this this morning on Monday is is absolutely ridiculous. He's there on Talksport with Jim White and Simon Jordan. Uh, White asks him if uh, if he regrets anything of what he said over the weekend, and uh, of course Sunis responded, "Jim, not a word of it. Been advocating for years that referees have such a major part to play in the success of the Premier League." Said, uh, going on here, that's the kind of football I remember playing in. Our league would be better for it. We're back. The directive to refs is long overdue. We've got our game back. I enjoyed two games of football yesterday where men were playing men and they got about themselves at times. They were falling out with each other. Think of the touchline. Of course, the Conte and Tuchel thing. I'm not, I'm not really condoning, but I've been there. I That really should be the last word on this. I'm, 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 I'm certain we're going to have another... Uh, well, five days of nonsense, but, uh, eh, I didn't really see what the problem was when he said it. Uh, I, I think anybody who listens to the programs know I can be a little bit of a blowhard lefty at times myself, but, uh, th- there was really nothing in that whatsoever. And the fact that he's had to spend this much time clarifying those comments now, uh, sorry, I mean, however much time it took him to say this on talk sport this morning, it was, it was too long. Uh, if we're going to spend this much time worrying about Graham Spears just saying, hey, 
that 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 was a that was a good contested football match between two teams of grown ass men. Uh, well, I, I think I just gave you two stories that we could spend a little bit more time discussing, whether it be Spears or Lucky, uh, and and this. Oh man, I mean, come on, come on, folks. So anyway, there we go. Second in news. Uh, we'll be back Wednesday with the regular Crow Pod. Of course, we did a bunch of shit last week. If you haven't caught up, by all means, go ahead. Wiregate fifty dropped over the weekend. The new episode. I uh, did a, a, a second uh, bit in my uh, Rangers from Sea to Shining Sea series there. And, of course, again, Friday, me, me and David got together and talked about the SPFL uh, television contract and, and all the, the bullshit that was falling out from that before the weekend. So you can find all that wherever you find the Crow Pod, uh, either on the Crow Pod Network or the Heart and Hand Network. And, again, if you do like everything we do, scroll down, hit the Buy Me a Coffee link. And that will get you entered into our monthly drawing for a couple gift packs from The Famous, which uh, I'll be announcing here, well, in a couple weeks, obviously. It's the middle of the month. So that's it. I'm Shane. I'll talk to you all soon. Bye. Some people call me the space cowboy.